0: Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Did you know that the average MSP spends 10 hours manually inputting accounting data each week? That time is 120 prospect calls, a month's worth of the business of tech, or building an entire Lego Death Star. Gazinta Mobius can make your life easier through accounting information. Automatic sync of invoices, expenses, and inventory from ConnectWise Manage into QuickBooks Online in just a single click of a button. With onboarding, direct support, and regular feature releases, Gazinta is a family-owned company dedicated to making software suck a little less each day. Visit them at gozynta.com. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Frances Moore from InBay. Welcome. Thanks for joining us.
1: You're welcome. It's lovely to be here.
0: So, and when you say here, where it's here, where, where are you?
1: Yeah, well, I'm probably about an hour away from London on the South coast and it is sunny at the moment, which is quite nice. Which is <laughs> unusual. It's <brilliant.
0: laughs> yeah. So it's, it's sunny. So this probably, this will go out in a couple of weeks. It'll still be sunny. So
1: yeah, exactly.
0: I, I know you can never count minute by minute, but uh, eventually it'll be sunny. So, yes, exactly. um, Tell us a little bit about InBay. What exactly do you do?
1: Right. So InBay, I started the company about a year, just over a year ago. So um, I'm the marketing director for InBay. But InBay actually started in 2003. um, And we started out originally as a break fixed type organization in London where the team would actually go out on bikes fixing people's computers Um, and then we kind of moved into like that monthly recurring IT support space and we'd and then I guess off the back of that we then set up our network operations center in Sri Lanka Um, and then I guess after a while it kind of um, turned well we decided really that instead of working with end users, businesses and whatnot. We decided to provide services to MSPs and that's when it all changed. So we're now a channel channel partner. We provide services to the channel um, and we provide white label IT solutions. So I guess the simple way to put it is we fill the gaps for MSPs. So, and we work in as, as an extension of their business. So if they need, you know, service desk, an extra service desk, let's say, or if they need a couple of third-line technical IT engineers, we provide them with that. Or if they want to, I don't know, deliver a 24-7 out-of-hours service, we would do that for them. Um, And it's worked really well, and we've grown, you know, year after year. And actually, we've we've done really, really well during COVID, which we wouldn't have thought was possible, but I guess because everyone's outsourcing um, and everyone's, you know, working flexibly, they think, well, we might as well outsource our services to in me so it's yes but it's actually worked out okay this year um very
0: cool so um so i I just have to back up and say okay so tell me about delivering tech support on bicycles
1: i know it's mad isn't it (laughs) um i guess back then it was they would it'd be like these big machines and they would break and you'd have to go in and actually physically fix them um, so they'd obviously have their toolkit on the bikes and they go around London and London's a easy place to get around when you're on bikes and it's not actually as big as everyone thinks. Um, so it worked out quite well, but, um, yeah, it, everything develops, I guess, as so does technology and that's why we are where we are now.
0: Very cool. So did, did the bicycles make their way into your logos or marketing in any way? <laughs>
1: Do no? you know what? I don't know if they did back then, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, but it was, yeah, obviously very economic.
0: So, so you are the director of marketing. And so what's your background?
1: So I, um, I've worked for a number of um, MSPs in the UK um, from, I don't know anything from 10, well, 10 million to about 25 million pound turnover. Um, And I've always kind of stuck to the tech space. I think it's, you know, once you start working in technology, it's, a bit incestuous and you end up, you know, you just don't want to leave, but you, you learn the lingo. And I am really, I come from a background um, of writing. I started, I did an English degree when I started out. Um, I then started working, um, I did, worked in London. And I think from, for me, I'm very much into like writing good content, making sure the content is relevant to the end user and trying to build those marketing qualified leads. And I don't know, I guess, after working in a tech in the tech industry for so long, I just live and breathe the how I don't know the the speak should we say and how to market to the end user as, and it's really good the position I'm in now because I know exactly what MSPs need because I've worked in so many so being able to provide solutions to the channel, um, you know, it's been really easy to market to that um, target audience because I used to be there I used to do it
0: right so. InBay provides white-labeled outsourced IT. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you provide a NOC service or a a SOC service for MSPs. Does this include people outside of the UK or is it strictly a UK thing?
1: No, it's outside the UK. So, we've got actually majority of our customer base is in the US. Mm -hmm. And we also um, look after... quite a few customers in Australia and um, and the UK as well. We do have a couple of um, our team, sales team are in the US. Um, and then obviously we have our sales team in the UK. Um, and yeah, so we, we it's literally global. So we provide services globally. And it's easy for us to do that because everything we do is remote, it's remote solutions. Right.
0: So do the people in Australia make fun of your accents?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, do you know what? And it's funny because it's quite a lot of the sales guys end up having to work at like 10, 11 o'clock at night to speak to them, but it works. Um, right. And, so uh, uh,
0: if I had an MSP and I wanted to outsource to you, um, what's the, uh, you know, kind of the parameters? What are the limits of what you can provide?
1: Okay. So I guess we quite a lot of people start off with, they want to move their MSP into um, out-of-hours service. So they can't, you know, it costs quite a bit of money to um, employ people in-house to to cover out-of-hours because you need a first-line engineer and a third-line engineer um, and you need them to be on all through the night. And then if you use your, you know, your existing people, then those people, if they do have to be called out in the night, are going to be tired for the following day. And then you have to consider like holidays and sickness and everything else. So what we essentially do first and foremost is we provide an out of hours service and we do that with a service desk offering and then also knock and sock. And we can do that. And we do, well, I guess the way that it works is if people want to have an American speaking service desk, we do that. And if they want a UK one, we do that too. Um, so that we, you know, we're always quite flexible in that regard. And I guess In another sense, what we'd also do is, let's just say an MSP meets with a client and they say, look, we've got this massive project. We need you to help us. It's to do with, you know, migrating everyone to Azure. And the MSP is like, oh God, I don't have the expertise in-house to do that. They could outsource that project to us or we could actually assign them a dedicated resource to do that in-house that works as part of their team. So, yeah, so they, you know, I guess, like I said before, it's kind of like filling the gaps of where they where they don't where that MSP doesn't have the resources to do it. And I guess from an MSP's point of view, some of the MSPs we work with say, look, we outsource this to inBay, But some of them say, we want you to work as an extension of us. So we actually pretend that we are that MSP. So there might be end users that are contacting us already and we're pretending to be certain MSPs, um, but you just wouldn't know.
0: Right. So, with the with the outsourcing, um, do I use my PSA, or my ticketing system, or your ticketing system?
1: So we, our system integrates with um, Autotask PSA, and also we um, do a lot of work with um, Datto RMM and Central, um, like SolarWinds and Central, and so we we can easily. Um, like have an API within that, so it work. Yeah, it works out works out quite well, really. And we actually recommend like Autotask is fantastic, um, and you know we work with um, Solar Winds and Data RMM and a couple of others actually. Um, so yeah, it, it it that doesn't matter at all.
0: So if I have um, an emergency in the middle of the night, uh, yes. whatever a server reboots or has a blue screen or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you take the alert like are you monitoring my rmm to see that there's an issue
1: yes exactly that so we would monitor it and we would check as soon as those alerts come up we would we would you know Notify that something has happened and we would fix it instantly. So, but it depends what the MSP really wants. We've got a couple of MSPs that say we want you to identify that there's an alert, so monitor it, and tell us when there is alert an alert so that the next morning they can fix it. Or some people just want us to fix it for them. Right. um, which we do in the background. And at the end of the month, we say, look, these are all the alerts we've had, and these are all the ones we've fixed, and they just pay a monthly retainer. But you know, we've we, one of our customers, for example, has a quite like has a really high profile legal firm. And if one of those alerts came up and we didn't, it wasn't fixed immediately, then they run the risk of that platform being down and that client being really unhappy. So it's, you know, it's it's really worth their while, especially because the cost of getting an employing an in-house team to do it 24 seven is um you know, it costs a lot, doesn't it? Like I said, with the holidays and sickness and everything. So.
0: Right. Do you have um, super small MSPs who use you basically so they don't have to hire somebody?
1: That is exactly. Yep. So we work with people that are just actually like one or two man bands and we do, we are their business. They outsource everything to us with their service desk and their knock and their projects, everything. Um, And then we have the really big clients that just want us to do monitoring Um, on their NOC or like on their RMM platforms. And then we also have the other day, we actually did an RMM audit. So we provide an audit on an RMM platform and then we highlight all of the issues and then we provide like a remediation plan for fixing those issues and they can use us or they can do it themselves. But, um, so, you know, some people just work with us for a specific project that a client might have, and they might not have the technical capabilities in house. Right. Um, so yeah, there's we have one-man bands right up to you know your thousand-seat MSP.
0: And do I buy this on a like a regular fee? Like, do I say uh, I have to buy ten hours a month or hundred hours a month? Yeah, or, you
1: can you can do that. You can either do a um, like a, a I don't know some block hours that you wanted to purchase, or you could do a monthly recurring um, like retainer based on how many um, devices. You might want us to monitor, um, or let's just say you could do it based on how many tickets we complete, like how many alerts. So you can do it based on that. So we'd show you; you'd pay based on what we do.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So it's um, it's really flexible, and what I like, what I do like about Invey is that, like during COVID, when it all went bad and you know, MSPs really panicking. We actually called all our customers up and said, look, do you want to reduce your service with us? Or do you want us to do anything to help you? Because, you know, we're all in it together at the end of the day. And we wanna make sure that our customers are happy and looked after and remain loyal. Um, And it's just worked out really well because now they've all ramped up their services again. And
0: With the, uh, you said that you had growth during the pandemic yeah, uh, Is that just a matter of people saying, well, I went from having one office to being an office plus 12 home offices yeah. and they just added devices to the, your service?
1: Um, yeah, added devices, but also um, I guess because of everything that was happening, they needed more technical engineers to help facilitate everyone that's home working. So all of the flexible working and whatnot. So people actually, what we've seen um, a massive growth in our, um, in, you know, in our business is people taking on our dedicated technical resources. So we, for example, if somebody wants a specific third line engineer, with specific, um, you know, qualifications in security or um, Azure and things like that, we will source those for them. Um, and they've actually just joined I've had someone the other day that took on three new dedicated resources, and they now work as, as an extension of their team to help them with their client base. Um, so yeah, it's I think I just think that during COVID, people realised that it, it you could have somebody employed working down the road, working from home, or you could you know outsource it to somebody else. It doesn't matter now because. Everyone's working from home. Everyone's outsourcing.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. So the, the big question, though, is uh, if I sign a deal with InBay, am I signing a deal with the office in the U.S. or do I have to follow GDPR and you know the uh, the new laws that you know the UK is putting in basically the UK equivalent of GDPR? I oh, know, <laughs> no, yeah, right yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, yeah. So who, who do I do business with?
1: Well, I guess, yeah. Well, you do well, you do business with Inbay and we're a global entity. So it's not, you know, we we follow all the GDPR rules. We have to, everyone does now, even our database. Our data our um we work with Hubspot, which is our database, and that actually is hosted in the US anyway. Um I and mean, then obviously, yeah, we follow all the correct regulations and whatnot. So so yeah. So
0: basically all the restrictions in the world apply.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you have to, don't you? You can't build a business without insuring. Like we've recently um, got our ISO, I think it's 27,001. And then we're, we're in the middle of um, looking, sorting out another one. I can't remember which one it is, but you know, it, during this time, you have to make sure that you're covered.
0: Right, exactly. Um, so when folks engage, uh, what's the easiest way for them to get started? Do they just... Uh you know, have you do one little bitty job and then get to know you or, you
1: know. It's up to them, it really is, Um, it really is up to them. They can do, like I said, block time hours, so 10 block time hours and let us do a project for them or do an RMM audit or they can, you know, give us 10 devices to monitor and we'll, you know, do that for them for, you. we can do like testers, um, taster sessions, I guess, um, for a month or two and see how they like it, it depends um, yeah, it depends how they want to go. It really is quite flexible, um, because every MSP is different.
0: Right. And we'll put the link down below, but the, uh, website is, uh, inbay.co.uk. And, um, of course there's offices all over the place. Uh, and, and so from there, do folks just say, Hey, I want to become a partner. And I'm assuming there's no cost, to engage, right? To just no,
1: like, no, not at all. And um, you know what? On our website, actually, we have a great resources section which has lots of free advice. We do like RMM checklists that you know you can download and use to help you um, optimize your RMM platform. We have a lot of white papers that we've created. You know how about finding, winning, and retaining customers, and you know how to win new business coming out of lockdown. Um, We've got lots of videos and we've actually got our own podcast that we run. So there's loads of um, interesting facts and things. And we usually um, pull all the information from MSPs that we're working with or want to work with. And they kind of give us their um you know, what's happening on the ground at the moment in the world of an MSP. Um, So, yeah, it's really good information on there for um, anyone that wants to download anything. And then it's, you know, just drop us a message. And if it doesn't have to result in anything. And if it's something that we can't help with, we won't try and sell something we can't do. We want it to work for both parties.
0: Right. Uh, Way, way back in the day, I used to work with Zenith Infotech, which became Continuum. Yes. And back then, we would have certain things where, and I mentioned blue screen. If we had a blue screen of death, it was like, uh, we had two engineers yeah. who, who I would trust to do this, but they have an entire room full of engineers whose job is to deal with this. So why would I take my guy's time <laughs> on that? And so we had certain tickets that we would always throw to them. Uh, do you find that, that people use that? That use your services in that way that they basically yeah. say, "I could do this, I don't want to do this."
1: Yeah, and uh, do you know what? That is exactly it. So we try and reduce that white noise so that you know that the engineers within the MSP can focus on like revenue-making projects instead of like dealing with all of the admin and the weeds of what you know those sorts of tickets that are just too small to care about. Um, and I guess because they're outsourcing. it's actually really really cost effective to do so it's not um we don't you know it's not extortionate rate or anything um so it's quite it works out quite well for the msp i think that's what they don't realize actually until they start working with us they're like why haven't we been doing this from the start and there's a couple of them yeah it's a couple of msps i've actually spoken to that was like god if i started again i'd just outsource it all
0: right well i have met people that basically do that they they sell yeah. Microsoft licenses. They pay somebody else to install them. They sell more yeah. licenses. No, exactly, <laughs> and Yeah, No employees right. and, uh, and, you know. So, and, and the truth is, as things become more and more remote, uh, we won't even have routers in people's offices anymore. Uh, right. You know, the, 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 the whole concept that there is an edge is going away. So just as that terminology took off, it's now useless.
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah exactly
0: so um what about documentation cuz you know i'm kind of addicted to documentation do you log into the ticketing system and put in notes there or do you log into uh IT glue or some other tool and put in notes there yeah
1: we we use IT glue we've got um we've actually built our own um it's called the InBay partner portal and it actually links with an api to um DATO RMM um, and and in central and we, you know, we um, it works out really well for us because we can, you know, log all those tickets and see everything. And then the the actual client can see everything that we're doing as well.
0: All right. So if somebody has got a question that they can actually get in touch with whoever the engineer was and
1: yeah, exactly that, exactly that.
0: Very cool. So um, do you have like materials to describe who you are, what you do to my clients? Like if I say, Hey, I've engaged this company to help me with outsourced support. Um, there, you know, if you call after hours, you're going to get them. Um, is there some like handouts or brochures or something that I can use Um, to describe?
1: Yeah. So to be honest, most of the businesses that we work with don't tell them that they're working with us. They, we pretend to be them. So they don't want that confusion with the customer because They want us to just work as an extension of their office. So when they call like our service desk, we just say, hi, you're through to whichever MSP we are and go from there. Um, and in regards to the knock side, it's all remote monitoring and fixing alerts and whatnot. So it's all happens in the background, doesn't it? So it's not, um, they just, they just don't usually tell the actual customer. We do have a lot of, I don't feel like there might be the odd one. And the, and then we provide like the odd brochure or piece of literature, but we would brand it with the customer as well as us and then make sure they're happy with what's going out to the customer.
0: So so, most people actually use you as a total white label. Like they, yeah. that's interesting. So, cause yeah. I, you know, I would think my clients would know that I don't have people sitting up you know, in England with, uh, you know, in the middle of the night waiting for a phone call.
1: Yeah, well, do you know what, it's funny because in the UK, quite a lot of the MSPs that I have worked for would, would, would actually have, they'd run their own out of hours service with, and it usually would just be an engineer with a mobile phone that they'd take right. home. Um, so I guess they kind of think it's that, but it's not. Um, and, you know, half the time they're probably half asleep <laughs> whereas, yeah, whereas i guess with like you know when you've got a, you know an actual system of people working at these hours for a multi you know a multitude of msps it works really well because they're on the ball they know what they need to fix and
0: right do you have you know, a sense it? of what the best uh you know first job would be in terms of me getting to know your team and um you know having the faith that, that they're, you're good to work with, easy to work with, you know, blah, blah, yep. you know, that kind of stuff.
1: Um, I guess everyone has an RMM platform that um, regardless if you've just installed it or, it, you know, you've been doing it, you've got it for years. It's always good to get an RMM audit just to find out about if you've configured it correctly. Are you using best practice? Are you, um, you know, missing alerts? Are your clients secure? Those, those like an audit is a fabulous way to get to know how good we are at what we do um and they are relatively they're not they're not expensive and also i would say some block time hours on um or i guess setting up what we have done with certain msps is doing a trial run of say 20 devices for our knock service um so yeah that would probably be the best way
0: so um the thing that strikes me is if somebody's like on the verge of hiring somebody, like, I'm not sure whether or not I should hire the next technician. Yeah. If they engage you, it makes sense that they can put up hiring that technician. But at that moment, when they're completely overwhelmed, uh, it seems to me like they would be resistant to say, I don't want to take on a new relationship and, you know, all of that. So yeah. Uh, how would you encourage them to like, you know, go ahead and give you a chance, I guess?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. So, um, so this is kind of, I guess, what, what you were saying before, if they just wanted somebody for a few hours every day to do a certain project or to do something, they could, we could get someone to do that for them, like a third line engineer, and then they could get a taster of what it's like. And then if they wanted to, they could hire someone full time. Um, Or they could just hire someone for out of hours or just for certain times of the day um, or two days a week. It really is as flexible as they'd like it to be.
0: Very cool. So so what's the upper limit? Like if if I say, okay, I've got, you know, 100 desktops that need to be installed tomorrow. uh, You know, I'll plug them in. You. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, how many engineers do you have available?
1: Oh, God. Well, we've got 86 people in um, Sri Lanka that help with our NOC side of things. And we actually have a pool of people um, for a dedicated technical side of things um, ready on hand should somebody need someone like that tomorrow with really good... um, Because obviously these people also work with InBay and have done for a real long time, helping out with projects and things and actually work on our NOC. So if we... If someone has really specific um, needs, we'll then go and hire someone specifically for them. But if we have someone in-house that we can give to them that knows how InBay work, knows all the team, they they can just take one of those. So it really is, you know, if they need five people or 10 people or one person, there's no trouble.
0: And so you have somebody on larger projects who basically is the project manager inside InBay? for something like that.
1: Um yeah, I get well, we've got some we've got a like a project team, we've got a team of people that could a team of like dedicate we call them ded- dedicated technical resources um that work on projects for MSPs. So if there's, you know, if they've got I don't know, if they need to move, like I don't know, migrate everyone to azure, we could do that for them. Um but then also in the same breath those people are kind of Called together in the project side of things so that if somebody wants to dedicate a dedicated technical resource, we can um, see if one of those people want to be employed by that. So it's so such MSP.
0: Right. Very cool. righty. So um, we'll put the links down below. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: No, nothing. I think, you know, it's just been lovely talking to you and um, you know, it's been great. Thank you very much.
0: Well, thanks for being here and with luck. I'll get in the country and I, maybe I'll yeah. see you in August.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> yes, because I because if it gets rescheduled, I'm not going to go later in the year because it'll get cold. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a California wimp. So. Yes,
1: exactly. God. Yeah. To, to be honest, though, I think it's going to be a late summer here because it seems to be it's been raining right up until now. It's only just started getting sunny. So I'm hoping we're going to have an Indian summer.
0: Very good. All right. Francis Moore from InBay, thank you for joining us. This has been yet another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.